Hey, Booker Tov. Today's daf is Nun Vav. 56th, 13th day in the Omer. Um, Erev Shabbat. We pick up the very bottom of Nun Hayam's bet. Tanu Rabbanan. So, uh, we are dealing with uh, a... Um, uh, we had been we dealing yesterday the whole thing with um, with the case of a of an animal that was found outside of Yerushalayim and we don't know what type of korban it is how you handle it and that was used as an opportunity to explore the position of Rebbe Meir that says that you can have Mi'ila um, Benezid and um, what would be the sort of uh, scope of that and uh, raise the possibility at least according to one opinion that according to Rebbe Meir if there's Mi'ila Benezid it would even work on something that was Kedushas Aguf because the power of doing it intentionally and willingly taking it out of hectic would be strong enough to negate something, even a korban in the Kedusha Aguf, because normally we say Ni'ila does not remove the Kedusha from something that has an intrinsic Kedusha, and then Umar said, and it wouldn't even matter, Kachim Kachim or Kachim Kalim, there'd be an argument to say that, we, that uh, to go either way with that distinction. So that was sort of yesterday, um, and obviously related things about how to deal with the suffix, what type of korban it is, but exploring that aspect of Rabbi Meir. Okay, we now continue with, that was, you know, this sort of, we're, we're con- we're, if you remember, to get, step back another day or so, to give you a framing, right? We had said there was this debate about the status of Maaser Shani, Maman Gavor, Maman Hedyot. There was the question about Ela Bemezid. The Gemara said by Maaser Shani we paskin like Rebbe Meir, Maman Gavoa. By Ela we paskin against Rebbe Meir and we say that it's not Bemezid. But nevertheless, we're dealing with those two issues regardless of how we paskin. So we explored now this Ela aspect for Rebbe Meir. Now we're going to go back to this Maaser Shani issue where we paskin Maaser Shani as Maman Gavoa, but let's take a look now at some interesting issues relating to Maser Shani. So the Gemara says like this, Tanu Rabbanan, bottom of Nunhamad's bet. You do not purchase a animal with Maser Shani money. Now, this means outside of Yerushalayim. In Yerushalayim, you can purchase an animal and bring it to the Korban or shechted and eat it as meat. Maser Shani money has to go for food. But why can't you purchase outside of Yerushalayim? So, well, it's supposed to go to the place. So, Rashi gives two explanations. One explanation that Rashi says is, well, because the only thing you're allowed to bring to Yerushalayim other than the original fruit itself is the money you transferred it to. Um, Tosos says that's not true. Tosos brings, uh, brings uh, evidence that um, you, tra- you can transfer the maser to money and then use the money to buy other food and you're going to bring the other food to Yerushalayim. Um, you don't have to just bring the original fruit. fruit. Um, so he doesn't understand why that should be a problem if you're going to go ahead and shech the animal or bring it as a korban. Why not buy it outside of Yerushalayim? So Raja gives us and probably costless. Well, that's always an interesting issue. I've always found that interesting. Like, do you assume in a high population thing, prices are going to be higher, prices are going to be whatever. Like, sometimes I find in New York City, prices are, are, are lower than other places. Sometimes, anyway, whatever. We can have that discussion some other time. Anyway, <laughs> but okay, whatever reason it is, you can buy it outside. According to those folks, the issue is not that you could only bring money or the original fruit. So what else could the issue be? So Raj raises a second possibility, which is that the, the animal, in the process of travel, you're not taking, you know, you know, sometimes on the highway you see them going with these like like horse, horse buggies, you know, whatever. So okay, so they also sometimes go with these like uh, what do they call these driving parking lots, you know? So you can transport something without wearing it out. But that's not what they would do. If you bought a sheep, you would walk with your sheep to Yerushalayim. You wouldn't carry it on your back, or you'd walk with your cow to Yerushalayim. So therefore, the value of the animal becomes less. It's not saying it's healthy and it's fat 
hot and whatever. So actually, matzo loses out. You drive it off a lot. Exactly. So Rashi says that's the second reason why. So again, that's a very rabbinic reason, a secondary reason. That's the other reason Rashi gives. Don't buy it outside Yerushalayim because it'll be devalued. It'll get. It'll become worth less in the process. It'll in the process of of bringing it there. Tosvos gives a third reason, also a secondary rabbinic reason. Which um, Tosvos says because you will if you if you if you delay in bringing your master Shani to Yerushalayim. Let's say you bought a cow and you delayed in bringing your master Shani to Yerushalayim. Well, what can start happening? Start having kids, babies, and then you start having all of these animals and flocks and flocks, or you know, if it was sheep or whatever, of master Shani stuff. So exactly. So and that is obviously ripe for abuse. Um, no pun. Anyway, um, that would be because it was ripe. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, anyway, that would be ripe for abuse. So that's why we don't do it. So anyway, for one reason or another, some type of a secondary rabbinic concern, most likely, that the animal will get uh, worn out and devalued or that you'll raise flocks with it. You don't buy animals outside of Yushalayim with Master Shaney money. Yeah, the now, the first line of Tosos for Charlie. What? The first line of Tosos? Oh, because of, oh, yeah, because of Tsarta Kesef, yeah. Kesef Tzura. Okay, <laughs> now, um, now, the Im Lakach, top of Nun Vav Amadal, if what it a, has a flock, if it, has, if it, if it bears young, on right. the way. yeah. All the offsprings also become not. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you purchase, if you went down and you violated this and you purchased an animal, it was Bishogeg unwittingly. You didn't realize you were using Master Shani money. Then the sale gets reversed. Now, why does the you, you give the money back and you get your, and, you know you the the, the, the seller gives the money back and you get and he gets his animal back. So Rashi says this is based on an idea we've already seen according to according to Rabbi Yehuda um, that um, that it, you know it's right it's similar to Rebbe Meir by Hektish and it's Rebbe Yehuda by Master Shani that if you're unwitting well had you known you would certainly you wouldn't have wanted to have violated this rabbinic restriction so therefore had you known you wouldn't have used the money so therefore the sale was void you wouldn't have used it had you known and the sale was void and we reversed it okay so that's an idea we've seen in Rebbe Yehuda that's not going to be our focus our focus is going to be the next case if it was willingly, you knew you, you knew you were violating, you shouldn't have violated. Okay, fine. So you did it willingly. Go ahead and bring the animal and eat it in Yerushalayim with Kedushas Master Shani. You shouldn't have done it, but it's done, it's done. Let's move on. Now, that, fine. That would be the end of that. But now, I'm a Rebbe Yehuda, says Rebbe Yehuda. When is this true that Benazid just go ahead and the animal has the Kedusha and bring the animal up to Yerushalayim? Kavain. Um, when you are of the you knew what you were doing, and you said, "Yeah, I'm using this master shani money to buy the animal. The animal is going to have the kedusha will transfer to the animal, and the animal, right? Because that's been implicit in what we've been discussing. When you use your master shani money to buy something, the thing takes the place of that. The thing gets the kedusha of the master shani money. So you buy this sheep with master shani money. The sheep gets the kedusha's master shani, and you're going to eat it in your shalim. Now, technically speaking, you." You could just shecht it and have steaks. But, since it already has this Kedusha's Master Shani, and you're going to be in Yerushalayim, how much of an opportunity do you have to be in Yerushalayim? Why not, you know, have it serve double duty? Use it as an opportunity to bring a korban. So a natural thing to do would be, if you would use your Master Shani money to buy animals, you would use the animals as a korban. Now, you'll do a shlomim. You you, now, it can't be an ola, then you don't eat it. Master Shani has to be eaten. So this is a great way to, like, do, you know, double service. Service. I get to still have my steak, and I get to bring a korban. Okay. The only thing is, I got to give a kohen a little bit of it. Fine. But you know, but that's 
that's why a classic thing is you're going to use it to buy animals is you would bring a shlum in with it. All right, so that's why the Gemara says you don't have to. Be. You don't have to, but that would be a classic thing. So that's the scenario we're describing. So he says, when is this true that you knew it was master Shane and money? We say just go ahead and bring the animal to your shalayim now that you've done this. Is when you knew what you were doing and you were saying yes, I'm going to buy this animal, bring it to you. I'll have kedusha master Shane. I'll bring it to your shalayim and I'll eat it. You will shalayim with kedusha's master Shane. I'll probably even bring it as a korban. Then shalom Yisrael, that will work. One minute, aval. But that's in that scenario. If you wanted to be motzi the money lechulin, now there's a whole big debate. Rashi tosos, which is why the daf is so short, because they're trying to figure out shot in the Gemara. Sometimes you have these huge tososim because they're dealing with some shas sugya, you know, that they're trying to figure out with five different Gemaras. Sometimes they're really big because they're just trying to figure out shot in the Gemara. I am going to give you the read of tosos, okay, which is a simpler read. Um, we can worry some other time about Rashi's read. So Ra- tosos says what this means is the scenario we're contrasting it to is scenario number one is I give Michael the money he gives me the sheep I want to bring the sheep as a shlumin or eat it in Yerushalayim with Kedushas Master Shani um, and therefore intentionally the nature of the transaction was not just a purchase but a transfer of the Kedusha of the money to the sheep okay that was the nature of the transaction but let's say I am not such a tzaddik and I actually want to stick Michael with the Master Shani money and I just want to have a barbecue in my backyard this 4th of July okay so in that case Case. Now, interestingly, if Michael is being duped into that, then you could say it's a Mecca toast and the whole thing is butt Let's say for whatever reason he agrees to it. He's already up on his luck. Okay, I'm offering him a good amount of money. I'm getting the money off of my hands. I don't have to bring it to your shalai. He's getting a lot more than he would normally get for the animal. Okay, so you keep the Master Shaney money and it's going to remain Master Shaney money and we're not transferring the Kedusha and I get the animal and I get to have steaks and I don't have to go to your shalai. Okay, so if that's the case, that's how Tosis explains what this means. Okay, so it's a little hard to fit into the word because it's mitkaving lahotzi most meiser sheni lechulin. I'm not trying to take the money out to chulin. I'm trying to spend the money and sort of not have to not have to keep the kedusha. Like I'm trying to exchange them for chulin. I'm giving the money to Michael and I'm getting instead an animal that's not sanctified. If that's what I'm trying to do, and that's what the word says. Mm, expend maot meiser sheni money for, for the sake of chulin. Oh, that's a good point. Lahotzi not means right not to take them out. No to become chulin to spend them that's a good point so I'm going to spend them and get chulin instead and Michael's going to be stuck with the mouse Meister Shaney money in that case okay um Bain Shogig, Bain Mezid, whether you're Shogig or Mezid. Now, of course, how could you be Shogig? You just said you knew what you were doing. Yeah. So, anyway, Rashi says it means, so whether it's the, so, because if you don't know their Mas Meister Shani money, then of course it's Miskaving the Hulin. Okay? And so, you are, you want this animal to not be Kedusha's Master Shani. Either that's because it's a Shogig, you don't realize you're doing, dealing with Master Shani money. I know, I know. Okay, one minute. So, whether you want the animal to be Hulin, okay? Okay, that can be in one of two scenarios. Scenario number one is you don't know it's Master Shaney money, so of course you want the animal to be Hulin. Or you know it's Master Shaney money, but you want to stick the fellow with the money. So it's in either way, whether because you're Shogeg or because you know what you're doing, but what you're doing is 
specifically for the purpose of keeping the animal chulin and keep giving the, the, the buyer, the seller, the, the master shani money, in either of those scenarios, yachzir damim limkomam. Okay, then we have to reverse the sale. Now, why are we reversing the sale? In the first case, it was a mekach tos. But why in the second case? Michael agreed to keep the money. I agreed to keep the, to, to, to have the animal as chulin. Why do you think, now this is not mekach tos. Why do you think the rabbis would tell us we would have to reverse that sale? We, we don't approve. Got to go reverse it. Because, why would you, you know, this is like Zulzu Master Shani money, you know, and, uh, and, and certainly then, you know, I'll pass it along, then it'll never be used for its intended purpose. And I'll do the same thing for someone else. Right, so there's a lot of things that are problematic. Number one is, I wasn't supposed to buy an animal with it altogether. Now, I, I didn't buy an animal that had the Kedusha of Master Shani, okay? But number, but number one is, and, but, number, but, you know, and, but as I think as Michael says, the real problem is, is that I'm giving it to him, I'm planning on not giving it to Yerushalayim. How much is he, like there's a problem, is he really going to take it up to Yerushalayim? Like, why did you agree to take Master Shani money instead of normal money, right? So, how much are you really going to use that money for what it's supposed to be used for? Um, and, you know, and I agree, there's a Zilzo Master Shani that senses the money goes and gets brought to Yerushalayim by the owner, and if you're going to buy something with it, it's because the Kedusha gets transferred. So here it's exactly like I sort of been describing. I'm going to stick Michael with the money. You know, it's clear the money is being diverted from its purpose, right? So this is a type of a case where we do not approve the money was supposed to be brought to Yerushalayim or transferred to something that was going to be brought to Yerushalayim. You, did, you are clearly avoiding your responsibility. The, the, the guy who has the money might wind up not, you know, doing the right thing and misusing it. Reverse it. So that's the solution in this case. Yes, Charlie. But to uh, use the master shani money for a korban, while a shlaman is eaten, not all of a shlaman is um, only the fat part, which you would normally wouldn't eat anyway. And the part that's burned on the altar. The, the only part that's burned on the altar by shlamim is the fat. So you eat all the meat. The only thing is that you have to give some of it to the kohen. Okay, the yeah. Thing is, it's really not a purchase. In other words, the the the, the masheshani money doesn't lose its status as masheshani money. So it's really, if you can make a distinction between buying something with money and simply a barter exchange, this is kind of a barter exchange. No, I don't know why it's the Kedusha thing. Well, first of all, a lot of this, I think, presumes like a Rebbe Yehuda type of an approach, which we already saw from the first case about a Mekoch Tos, that Meister Shani is Maman Hedyot. Like, if Meister Shani was Maman Gavoa, then everything would have to be framed as a Pidyon. You can't be buying something and so on, right? So the whole thing sort of assumes that it is your money, but it has Kedusha. But I don't know if we would say that it's not a purchase. It is a purchase. So it's a purchase in which the, the, the Kedusha didn't transfer. Actually, it's more of a purchase because we're looking at it as fundamentally as your money and incidentally it's having some Kedusha to it, right? So you used your money, which he agreed to take, and he wasn't bothered with the uh, status that the money had. Um, but anyway, but it is important to emphasize that, yes, if it was Rebbe Mayer, we would only be able to conceptualize anything that's going on here as a Pidion because it's all God's money. It's not your money to spend and to do purchase with and so on. And the only type of way you could do anything was to frame it as you're being poed as a money, or you're transferring. So clearly here, this emphasizes Rebbe Yehuda, which is implicit already in the beginning, by the idea that, that if it was by error, it would be a Mekoch which is a Rebbe Yehuda position. Okay? So everybody, yep. Why isn't there what? Well, the penalty is, is that you have to reverse the sale. Now, you're saying even a greater penalty. But the Gemara is going to assume that the very fact that you didn't get to do what you were trying to do, and we demand that you go ahead and go back to the store and like whatever... You know, oh my God, I got 
got to go schlep back there, whatever. And now I got to go exchange it. I got to get it back. That's the, that's the sufficient penalty. Okay. Um, who's going to enforce this? I mean, nobody. They did it intentionally. Right. Who's going to? Well, look. The general rule is by halacha that if somebody is is, is intentionally violating the not, the halacha, any new halacha we add isn't going to help. Right. I mean, unless we have the community beat them up. But you know what I'm saying. But unless there's communal pressure. Right. So like that's the principle of the chibur shayaskin. Are we dealing with like wicked people? If they're wicked people, they're not going to listen to the halacha anyway. So it's not like if Michael really, we all know what we're doing and we are intending to act in violation, right? And we don't care about halacha, then no new halacha is going to help, okay? But it's not, no, most things aren't black and white. All right, fine, yeah, you'll give me the money. All right, whatever, we'll figure it out, okay? Is he knowing and thinking, I'm going to Havana violate, you know? No. So in the end, it gets mixed up with his rest of his money. He doesn't wind up using it. What happens, happens, yeah. you know? And then we say, no, 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 you got to reverse it. That's yeah. a peripheral question. It's not yeah. a nice exchange question. But like, even like, Buster Taiva, like in Jerusalem, when there was a Mizdeah, right. if I live in the city, yeah. I don't have to bring it up to the altar. I don't have to bring Correct. it up. Correct. Correct. So even in my back. Yeah, there's no more whole, there's no Buster Taiva category once they, yeah, out, right, exactly. Oh, yeah. All right, now, um, okay. So, and so that's the halacha. So, we tried to do this. We tried to, I tried to stick the seller with some money. Nope, Chazal don't like it. Reverse the sale. Okay, now, Vanans, non, but one minute, we taught. Rabbi Yehuda Omer b'mezid kidesh. In our mission says that if you willingly, and this is why we're bringing it in, because again, and this is clearly a Rabbi Yehuda position we're dealing with with Maaser Shani. If you knew what you were doing with Maaser Shani money and married a woman, it is sanctified. So one minute, what's the status of the money when I give it to the woman? It, and, but does it have kedusha? Yes. So she's like the seller. I mean, the object she's selling is herself. Okay, but <laughs> I give her the money. It holds on to the Kedushas Master Shaney. I use Master Shaney without transferring the Kedusha, stuck the other side with the Master Shaney money, and we're happy to move along and go ahead. And we don't say, oh no, no, no you got to give the money back and use different money, and so on. Why by the sale of an animal do we say that, and not in this case? Maybe she won't use the money properly. Right? The same way the buyer won't use, the seller won't use the money properly. Now, you could obviously say that we're not going to be Mavatal of Kiddushin. We could be Mavatal of Sale. We're not going to be Mavatal of Kiddushin. Why is she seller? What do you mean? She is selling herself. She's bearing the guy. Something that she... She's ta- the thing that she is exchanging for money, the Kiddushin, right? She's taking this as a... in an exchange process, right? Well, I mean, it's the old, it's the old Kenyan model of Kiddushin. You got the animal and you gave Michael the money, right? right. Here... I got the woman and, and she stuck with the money. <laughs> okay? Now, there is nothing for the Kedusha to transfer on in that case. But nevertheless, when you're using the Master Shaney, the, think of it this way. It's your Master Shaney money. You're supposed to spend it in Yerushalayim. If you're, if you're, you know, like, handing it off to somebody else and making it somebody else's problem, right? That's wrong. And we have to reverse that. Well, that's what you did when you married this woman with it. Okay? You made it her problem, not your problem. We should have to reverse that. Okay? So the Gemara says, so this has to do with the fact that Michael was never being a Russia. Okay? Meaning, 
when I marry the woman, there's nothing for the Kedusha to transfer to. Mm-hmm. So it's clear that it has Kedusha's Master Shani money, and of course she's going to do the right thing. Who wouldn't do the right thing with that money? But when Michael sells me the animal, yes, we say that the animal is going to remain Hulin and the money will remain Master Shani money. But in the back of his head, Michael was saying to himself, either because he doesn't know or because he doesn't want to know, and he's saying to himself, yeah, come on, give me a break. He gave me the money, he got the animal, the animal has the Kedusha Master Shani, not the money. I'm going to use the money for what I want to use it for. Okay? So therefore, in the case by the woman, we're not afraid the money will be misused, so we do not demand that, the, that it gets reversed. In the case by buying an animal, the seller can rationalize to himself, or possibly in honesty, you know, believe that even though the stipulation was a certain way, that nevertheless, the Kedusha went off the money, the animal got the Kedusha, and then he's going to wind up misusing the money. And therefore, we have to reverse the sale. Okay? She won't say, I've got the Kedusha, so I can go shopping. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So, so that's the answer. That's a pretty good answer. Let's see where the Gemara goes with this. Matki Fla Rebirmia. Rebirmia challenges. Vahrei, Behemoth Tzmea, Avodim the Karkos. Let's say you use the money to buy something that was a non-food. And if it's a non-food, yeah, what? Back, in back in the Master Shani money. You got your Master Shani out of Yerushalayim, and you're going to use it to buy something that is not food. So when it's not food, it's obvious that the Kedusha doesn't transfer to it. So what did you buy with it? You bought a horse. Okay, a non-kosher animal, or slaves, or land. You know the Kedusha doesn't transfer to them. They're not food. So what would be, so based on what we just said, I go to Michael and I give him the Master Shani money to buy his house. Okay? Based on what we just said with the, with the Isha model, what would you say? Does the sale, is it valid or does it have to get reversed? Valid. Valid. Because as long as he knows that the money still has the Kedusha, he's not going to misuse it. Right? By, why, why does it work by Kedusha Isha? You did something wrong by Kedusha Isha, but nevertheless, if, it's, if, the, if, if the money is, is recognized its status and that's going to be honored, then we don't reverse the sale. So if that's true by Kedushin, it should be true by buying a house with it. <laughs> Nobody questions that the money has the Kedusha, so let the sale go through and let Michael do the right thing with the money. So let's, see, let's see the answer. So the Gemara says, uh, uh, um, uh, but nevertheless, we teach in the Mishnah. You can't use the money to buy all of these things, animals and slaves and, and, and land, even in Yerushalayim. And if you did buy, and now here's a second alternative, rather than reversing the sale, okay, a way to fix it instead of reversing the sale is, if you did buy, Yochal Kinegdan. So here's another thing, okay, and maybe, David, this addresses your question about how bad are we penalizing him. I went ahead and I spent, just spent $100,000 of Master Shaney money to buy a house from Michael. Now, if we don't like that situation, we can say reverse the sale. But if we really don't, if we want to do even something which might be even more hurtful to me, I think what we'll say is, no, 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 no. It's okay. You own the house. Well, we'll see who it's more hurtful. You own the house. But now, go send $100,000 and eat $100,000 of food in Yerushalayim. Wait, what okay? do you have to do with the money, then? You'd, ah, so, when I use that $100,000 in Yerushalayim to buy food and eat it there, is that, are we being giving me a knas? 
and that's not really Master Shani money, and you still have the Master Shani money, and that has to go to Yerushalayim as well? Or do we say, no, when I spend that money, what I do is I say, that money that Michael has, that was my Master Shani money that has the Kedusha, is transferred onto this money, and I'm going to now spend this money in Yerushalayim. Does Michael get off the hook in the process? So that's a machlokas amongst two of the Tosvots. I mean, two of the, two of the you know, Bali Hatosvots, where the, the money leaves the Kedusha of Michael. But either way, I have to spend the money and use it in Yerushalayim, whether that whether his money becomes uh or not is a discussion. Okay, so we have three scenarios. Okay? Scenario number one is one minute. You buying a behemah with some money and and we say it's the sale is void. You reverse it. Okay? We have Hidushe Isha where we say everything is okay. And we have um, well, that, let me actually put that at the bottom, okay? Because even though we had it first, but it's it's the one thing that's okay. That's okay. And we have Behima Tmeah, where we say, you know, Yochal Kinegdan, okay? The buyer has to use his own, you know, you know, use his own money. As my Shane. Now, so we have to explain why there are all those different solutions. So why this we said was okay was because yodat, right? You know that yodat. You know that the that it's, that it retains its kedusha, okay? And here you maybe think the buyer might think maybe you think that it is that it has become chulin and you'll misuse it. Okay, and that's the problem that you'll miss. You usually do that with the emos. Right, exactly. Now here we assume nobody is going to think it loses the kedusha. This should be a case of yodea. We should be okay with this. Why are we not okay? But we have to have two answers. Number one, why are we not okay? And then the next answer is going to be: you can tell me why we're not okay, but then tell me why the solution was different. Okay, so those are the two things we're going to figure out. So let's first figure out why we're not okay here. If you know it retains its kedusha, then you should be okay with the whole thing. Trust the guy to use the money properly. So let's take a look. Okay. Um, so the Gemara says, um, so what is it? Here, the woman actually is a chaveira. She is from the more... Uh, yeah, but it's not... It's not yes, but a chaveira is not so much, whether it's about a man or a woman, is not so much about being scholarly as about being part of a, of a, yeah, of a subgroup that's very careful around these types of laws. So therefore, the woman is very from, or knowledgeable from, not you know, book from. I mean, again, not because of woman, just that's what the word chaver means. Okay, very f- knowledgeable from, and therefore the the the, the yada. So actually, it's not true. A lot of people don't know the laws of Master Shani. A lot of people might think they don't know behemah kera, behemah tmeya, kedusha isha. They might think you spend Master Shani money, the kedusha goes off. You gave me your Master Shani money. It's, now it's not Master Shani money anymore. Who knows? There's a job out. A lot of ignorance out there. Okay? So in these cases, it doesn't matter that it was a Behemoth People still don't know. Okay? This is don't know. And this is don't know. Let's just do don't know. Okay? And really, everything is don't know. The normal cases don't know. And we would want it to be reversed. The only reason we're not reversing it here is she's a 
chavera, a from knowledgeable woman. Okay, it's a special case. So the real, so the first answer of the Gemara is right, which is a problem because you know it would seem the other answers. It's always better when you don't have to make a hechi timsa. You don't have to make a ukimta. Okay, but we're basically saying in a normal case you'd always have to reverse it. You'd always need a solution. We're afraid people will misuse the money. The only reason we don't demand it here is it's a special case where she knows exactly yeah, what's what. Okay, now we have to explain the difference between number one and number two. By the way, I, once we're saying that that like every case is potentially a problem I don't know why we just didn't say that we're not going to mess up a kiddushin right it's like a lot bigger it's a lot smaller thing to say reverse a sale mm-hmm. than to say oh reverse the kiddushin so now she's going to think she can marry another man you know what I'm saying like if it's all a rabbinic concern and we're just not happy with it and we're reversing the most o- obvious answer is it's one thing to reverse a sale we're not going to mess with this okay but whatever reason is we've bracketed this off this is a special case we've bracketed it off She's, she knows and we're not going to force it to reverse whatever reason it is we're not going to force that we're not going to we're not we're going to let that case be the money is going to use properly okay here we're afraid that the money that they don't know and it will be misused why here do we reverse the sale and here we don't and that's going to be now just the last thing left to figure out so let's Although take this off the board it's a much more tenuous legal thing to like allow for that exceptional case with the condition yeah it preserves the connection between Mikdash, Kedusha, Kedusha, Isha. In other words, it preserves all of that symbolism. That's interesting. Of, of Kedusha. That's interesting. Which, which you would think the legal system wouldn't want. Right, you know, right. So poetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Maybe, but it, wouldn't be, but it wouldn't be true in a case of, what do you call it? It wouldn't be true if it were, um, if, if she was not Yodat and if she was not a Chavera. But at least in well, terms of... <laughs> okay, right, I hear. All right, let's take a look now that we're going to focus now on both of these cases, the money might be misused what why are different solutions and this solution seems less drastic right as David was saying alright reverse the sale like it's not such a loss you just go back to square one right so anyway let's see what the Gemara says um Okay, in the case of why do you here use the money, you know, equal money in Rishalayim, just reverse the sale? So the Gemara says, Ki some like over there in the first case, Amr Shmuel, Ah, the case here is that in this case, we, we would say reverse the sale. Actually, the general thing is, we do say reverse the sale. In all the cases, it's reverse. Reverse the sale. But, let's say the guy isn't around. I went back. It, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't Macy's. It was a pop-up stand or whatever. I went back. He had disappeared. Okay, I can't reverse the sale. What do I do now? So, if it's not possible, right, if you can't reverse the sale because he's not around, then we say, Yochal Kenegdan. We in the first case. We would. In, in, we didn't say that. All right. One, one was talking about one scenario one, again it's very frustrating because basically it seems like there's different laws for different cases and what we're really saying is the same laws for everything the only difference is the circumstances if the guy knows what he's doing blah 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 then uh, if uh, you know if he's around uh, if he's not around then it's which is all could be possible but then Oh, it, that was all missing from all of it, right? The cases were described as the difference between kiddushin, non-kosher animal, kosher animal. And what we're saying is, really, it's all the exact same. Like, if you wanted to make a decision chart, it's like, okay, what do you do, right? So, what do you do? So, you know, what what do you do? Okay, so, <laughs> okay, so, our decision chart would be, is she, is the person... Yodea. 
I don't know, I forgot how to do this. Is the person your day? If the answer is yes, then it's... Well, you can make a flow chart. Yeah, then it's okay. If it's no, then the next question is, is the person present? Okay? If the answer is, if the answer is yes, present, then it's reverse. Boy. Boy, right? Reverse. If not present, then it's Yohal Kinegdan. Okay? So all of the key, all of the key, key questions were not about Behemoth Tmeya, Kidush, and Behemoth Tahora. Oh, that doesn't matter. It's really other differences that are not being stated in those Mishnayot. Okay, right? So that's what the Gemara is saying. So at the end of the day, the difference here is not Behemoth Tmeya and Behemoth Shera, but in this case, the guy wasn't around, so it's Yochel Kinegdan. Here, the guy was around, so we reversed the sale. All right? So now the Gemara says like this. Okay. The time of the Barak. Now the Gemara says, now let's understand why we reverse the sale when the guy is around. Because why? Look, the default, therefore, is now reverse the sale. Why don't we say the default is Yochel Kinegdan? Right? That's a good question, right? You now have a choice. The guy's around. You are the rabbis. What are you going to say I have to do? Do I have to go back to square one and reverse the sale? Or should we keep the sale and I should use the money and eat it in Yerushalayim? You know, use equal money and eat it in Yerushalayim. So that's the next question of the Gemara. So the reason is, this is a special case, because he ran away. Hello, Barach, if he didn't run away, we find the seller. And we find the seller to say that you have to reverse the sale. Now, Tosos tri- tries to figure out why is it the seller that's being fined? I mean, who loses out by reversing the sale? So, Tosus says, well, look, if we didn't reverse the sale, and you had to be Yochal Kinegdan, especially if your Yochal Kinegdan meant that when you took the Kedusha, I'm the seller. Michael isn't here, he left. So, well, I'll be the seller now, okay? And Jacob there will be the buyer. So, if you tell me, right, I'm the seller, if you tell me that Jacob has to be Yochal Kinegdan, and the Kedusha of the money he gave me is going to transfer to his money, let's assume that, then I would much prefer that solution. Not, I, I get to have sold him the house, and... He, you know, or the animal, and he's going to deal with the Meister Shani aspect. That would just be a tircha for him, that he's now going to have to use that money and bring it to Yerushalayim. Right? He's clearly the one being hurt by a Yocho Knegdan Tzach. But if you say reverse the sale, well, I'm being hurt because I was trying to offload my house. You know, now he could say he's maybe also hurt, but there's a general presumption that the seller is always more eager to sell than the buyer is to buy. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to get rid of my house or rid of my animal, you're going to force me to reverse that sale. Okay? So when we say you reverse the sale, it's seen as a, as a, as a knas to the seller. When we say Yocho Kinegdon, that's a knas to the buyer. Okay, so now the Gemara says like this, the time of the Barach, the reason is, he's not around, so your options are limited. Hello Barach, if you didn't, if you didn't run away, and you have all your options, Kansina Lamokter, we're still going to find the, the seller and say reverse the sale. Vinikman say Lelokeach, but why not, when you have all your options, still say Yocho Kinegdon, and make the purchaser spend his own money and go to Yerushalayim and use that money. So Gemara says, Lav Achvaraganav Elochuraganav. Gemara says, yeah, you know, it's not the, uh, the rats that uh, steal the keys, 
it's the it's the hole that they escape into. Okay, <laughs> if, if, if they didn't have an opportunity, then they wouldn't be able to go ahead into the you know. It's not the uh, it's not the cockroaches. It's the fact that they got the hole in the wall. That's people the problem. Okay, <laughs> well, right. So of course, which is a really funny argument because you could say that both both sides are participating, but you don't doesn't mean that the rats aren't also to blame. Okay, so the Gemara says, and also it's not exactly clear to me why you view one. I mean, I presumably the guy who spent the Meister Shade, the one we would more identify as the Russia, if you wanted to, the deserving of the fine is the is the is the buyer, the one who spent. Excuse me, the, the, no, the buyer, the one who spent spent his Meister Shaney money, right? Right. I, I was the I was the buyer in that scenario, wasn't I? I forgot. I, I was the seller. Jacob has Meister Shaney money, right? He shouldn't have been using it to buy a behemoth tmea, right? He shouldn't have been using it with the hope that it would stay kadosh and he would get off with the chulin. So he's the rat. You're the rat thing. He is the one that we would normally identify as doing something wrong. So the question is, so why are we finding me and not finding him? He's the rat here. And the answer is, well, the rat wouldn't have done it if I not had been available to sell it to him. Okay, but then the Gemara's response back is, but the Gemara says, v'ilav achbara but what would good the whole have done if there hadn't been the rat in the first place? So you can't say that, ah, oh, he's not so much the rat because I was the whole. I provided him the opportunity. The opportunity wouldn't have meant anything if he had not been trying to offload his Meister Shaney money to begin with. And he's still the one that deserves to be punished. So why are we punishing me and not punishing him? And the answer is, Mistav, Mike, so, so Mistav, it makes sense. Kolhecha di Ika Isura Hasam Kansinan. You know what? You're right. They're both here, you know, complicit and party to it. But who right now has the Meister Shaney money? Who has the thing that has Kedusha? I do. Right? He gave it to me. He got the house. He got the animal that's into the Kedusha. I have the Meister Shaney money. So the focus, it's not that, it's not like we're blaming me, but like the situation that has to be rectified is my situation. I have Meister Shaney money, and that's not where that money should be. So what we have to do is we have to get that money back to where it needs to be. And we, like the fact that that's more hurtful to me than it is to him and the other solution would have been more hurtful to him, that's an incidental question. We're not looking at punishing people. We're looking at rectifying the situation. And the Meister Shaney money is by me and that has to get back to where it needs to go. And that's the answer of the Gemara. Yes, you have a question. When this transaction begins, the purchaser states clearly, this is my Shaney money, I'm buying your cow with my Shaney Yes, and I do not want your cow to be kadosh, you're keeping, you're keeping the my Shaney money, right. So right. We're, we're, we're setting up, in this scenario, we're kind of setting up the seller as an anti father we're, we're presuming he's not going to do the right thing. Well, no, not as an anti chaver but as not, not, but as not knowledgeable enough to know that that even I mean it is funny because it was explicitly stipulated, but nevertheless we're saying uh, if you're not really knowledgeable, like you sometimes tend to discount how much those things really matter. Right. Well, I would say un as opposed to anti, but okay, unknowledgeable. Okay, not knowledgeable. 
So he, well, I think that comes out to show you yeah, amazing. Uh, well, okay, but anyway, either way. But what's the point? Okay, yeah. So even though it was stipulated, if you don't know, say yeah, whatever, it doesn't matter. Give me a break. We all, you know, people. Also, the problem is usually not people who don't know, but people who think they know, right? So, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. You tell me that you stipulated. Come on, come on. You give me the Meister Cheney money. It's no longer Kadosh. Okay, so that's the concern. Okay, but anyway, rather than making the distinction like it seems to be between a Kedusha Isha, a kosher animal, non-kosher animal, we say it's all a difference of circumstances, right? Whether you, whether you know and we can trust you to do the right thing with the money or not. And if we can't trust you to do the right thing with the money, then we would prefer to reverse the sale. If we can't reverse the sale, we'll say, Yoho Kenegdon. Why would we prefer, prefer to reverse the sale? Not because we more want to punish the seller than the buyer. The, buy, the buyer is at least as equally to blame, but just because we more want to recti- focus on rectifying the situation. And the more immediate way to rectify the situation is focus on the money that has the Kedusha and get that going back to the person it's supposed to be back to. Okay, so that was the end of that fascinating, I bet you did not expect the Kedusha to be having a whole major sugya of Meister Shaney and Meila and Mazid and Shogeg, but I don't know, at least as, I, as far as I'm concerned, that was a lot of fun. Okay, <laughs> complicated, but fun. Anyway, now we get back to Kedushin. Okay, um, and I, I think Dove, Dove's point about the poetry is interesting. You know, it's not about halacha, but as a literary point, that so we've just now spent like three days and three dapim in the Mesechus Kedushin dealing with other aspects of Kedusha, right? The Kedusha of Masashani, the Kedusha of, of Meila, you know, what transfers that Kedusha and so on. So I think that's a powerful sort of, you know, from a literary perspective. Let's take a look at the Mishnah. Hamakadish Ba'arla. Now, let's say the object you're using, we're moving around, we're moving from, from objects that are holy to objects that are forbidden in benefit. Okay, Isure Hana'a. Okay, so what are some things that are Asur Behana'a? Orla, you know, fruit from the first three years of the tree. Kilaya Kerem. It's just Right, stuff that grows from Kilayim, from a mixture of vine and other grain, and grains. If it was a Kilayim of grains alone without vine, it would not be Asur. But if it's a, if it's a mixture of, gra- of, 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 of the vine, it's Asur to do. But the product wouldn't be Asur. The Isser is when it's a product of Kilayim with, with, with grapes. Bashur um, HaNiskal. If it is an ox that has to be stoned because it gored a person, or if it is a the heifer with a broken neck because there was a murder victim found outside the city, all these things are objects that are forbidden in benefit. The tipore mitzora, the birds that you you send off right in the whole process of purifying the mitzora. Ubisar nazir, the hair of the nazir that you shave. Upeter chamor, the firstborn of the uh, donkey. Ubisur ubaser bechalav and meat and milk cooked together is also bad The chulin shenishko to be um, non-sanctified uh, animals that were slaughtered in the Beit HaMikdar <laughs> all those things are Asr Behanah um, the woman is not married because you basically gave her something that was valueless now if I sold you sort of like similar you know some, uh, somewhat parallel from the early version but I sold you my Shor Hanifka I sold you my Basr Bechalav I wasn't allowed to do it you gave me ten dollars for my nice uh, uh, Kiesberger here okay I wasn't allowed to do 
do it, but I got I transgressed. I got enough from it. I got the ten bucks, but the ten bucks is now totally mutter. Right, the 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 status doesn't transfer. Kedusha can transfer sometimes. Easter Hanal status doesn't transfer. So in that case, if I use that ten bucks with Kidesh Pidemei and Mikudeshes, I married a woman with that. I already violated what I violated, but the ten dollars is now totally plain ten dollars, and I can marry a woman with it. Now Tosos, the Gemara is going to focus on the issue of. Um, of how do we know these things are Asr Behana? That's going to be the primary focus of the Gemara, not really the Kiddushin question. But Tosvos asks the Kiddushin question. So I want to just for a minute read Tosvos. Let's look at Tosvos. The Gemara says that if you, you can use things that are Asr Behana and derive benefit in a not natural way. So for example, it talked about some uh, uh, olives that you used before they got ripened and you used their oil in some type of a medicinal purpose. And the Gemara says since it was not Kedar Hana, it's uh, actually you do not violate it. Not only is it not Asr Deraisa, it's permissible. Now some Rishonim say that that was only for a chole. It wouldn't be true in a normal circumstance. But nevertheless, Tosu says, there's got to be some market value, even though it's Asr Behana. Because there are some ways in which it could technically be used. If you do it Shalok maybe you do it with a chole, you do it like this. So somebody would be willing to pay some money for it. Okay? You need it to be Shalok Yeah, whatever. Yeah. You're right. If you had a lot of it, and because it's obviously it has a very tiny value to because of this limited use. So maybe if you had a lot of it, it would be worth a pruta. But right now, you have the amount quantity you have, nobody would even pay you a pruta for that. Okay? Inami, uh, if you, if you could get normal benefit, they'd pay you a pruta. But if you can only get benefit in this, you know, n- not normal way, it's not even worth a pruta. Inami, or you could say, but if you had more of it, it would be different. Inami, or you could say, no, no, no. Somebody would be prepared to pay a pruta for this because they could get a pruta of benefit out of it by doing it She doesn't know this. She assumes that she, you're giving her a cheeseburger that she can eat. She's assuming you're giving her grapes that she, you know, you can eat, that she can eat. She doesn't realize that she could only use it in this crazy way. So in that case, lo sam chadaita you're basically you're giving her something like like we've seen before had she known that she had to eat, use the money in Yerushalayim she wouldn't have agreed to it had she known that she couldn't eat this grape and she could only use it so she never would have agreed to it okay so Tosos gives two answers one answer is enochinami if actually somebody would pay a pruter for this um, you know, to use it in this unusual way that it's, you know, then enachinami, you would be able to marry a woman. The second answer sort of agrees to that, but says, but in a case where she's not aware of the facts, that's why it doesn't work. So it turns the whole Mishnah to being a legal point that something that's usher behana has no value and can't be used to just be, again, a circumstantial point that she's not aware of the facts. Yes? Well, um an objection that comes to mind for me is why don't we also say mitzvot lavli hanot nitnu and this is a mitzvah l'kadish isha um, well, it's all a question if it's a mitzvah l'kadish isha, but mitzvah lavli, number one. Number two is, mitzvah lavli means that the 
benefit of having fulfilled a mitzvah is not considered hanah. It does not mean that you do not, you are, you are exempt from hanah prohibitions in the fulfilling of a mitzvah. Or, like, like Hisuri Hadam, you can do with a devar that is asr bahana'ah because mitzvah lovely has not meet new. And so, like, you can use an item that is asr bahana'ah to accomplish the mitzvah. Um, right. Um, okay, so that's a good question. I'll say a brief answer. I mean, it requires a little more time, but the brief answer is there is, is that, because I would say the benefit that I, the only benefit that I received was, the, the benefit I got out of that, those ashes was the benefit of having fulfilled a mitzvah. Right. But here, the benefit that you receive is more than your mitzvah credit, right? You, you, you know, you got, you're married now, right? It's nice. So regardless of the mitzvah credit, you got a benefit, okay? But I want to say that there's a third answer to this, which is probably the more, most shot. Because Tosis' basic two answers basically say, you know what? You really can marry a woman with Yisurei Hana. If there's enough of it, so it's worth a Shavar Pruta, and if she knows what you're doing, you can marry a woman with Yisurei Hana, right? Which is not shot of this Mishnah. So the Raj actually says a third answer which is probably Pshad and the Rashba says I don't care that you can benefit from it in an unusual way and I don't care that people would pay for that by legally it is defined as having no value okay the fact that you are prohibited to derive benefit and if we allow it it's because we don't acknowledge that as being a type of benefit so we don't we, anything we would legally see as a type of benefit is not something that you can get from this object so as a matter of law this object is valueless if you can get somebody to pay you some money for a valueless object that's between you and that person okay we're not going to obviously say you can't do that transaction but if you ask us what value does the law assign to this it doesn't matter what somebody will pay for it this since any benefit that we would acknowledge as benefit is forbidden, then its value is zero. Okay? And therefore, you married a woman with an object whose value is zero. Okay? And the fact that somebody might pay you for that object is, a, is really a moot point. That's a okay? I see it as a halachically profound response. You can see it as a theologically profound response. Okay. Let's learn a little Gemara. The Arla Minal, and how do you know Arla is forbidden in benefit? The time we turn to Bryce up. You shall not eat these uh, uncircumcised fruit. I only know you can't eat it. How do I know you can't derive benefit? And you can't use it for dye, and you can't use it for, 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 for fuel, for a candle. You shall, you know, uh, for, uh, not, uh, uncircumcised, it's uncircumcision. I don't know even how to translate that. Anyway, make it completely off limits. All types of benefits are forbidden. Mikilaya Karim, Kilayim of the vine. Minolan, where do we know that's forbidden in Hana? Amrachis Kamakra Pentik Dash. It says you shall not, you know, Lotizra Karmacha Kilayim, don't have mixed, you know, of, uh, seeds with your vine, lest it become sanctified. So what does sanctified mean? So we're going to read it as Pen Tukar Eish, lest it become deserving of being burnt by the fire, which means that it's completely off limits. Okay, a little play on words. Rav no. Pen Yakadesh, no, because it'll be like something holy. And something holy is forbidden in Hanah, and therefore this is forbidden in Hanah. So the Lord says, no, 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 we can't read it that way, because it's not really like something holy. One minute. If I have something that's holy, then I can transfer that status to another object, and the original thing becomes okay. So would you say that's true about Kilayim? I can transfer the status to money, and I can eat the grapes? No, obviously that's not true. So therefore, better to do the Drash like Chizkiah, not to emphasize the literal sense of the verse of holy, 
but to read this drasha of deserving of being burned. Okay, number three. How do you know you can't benefit from an ox that is stoned because it gored somebody? Since I know it says, it says, that the ox be stoned, don't I already know that it is a carcass? It is not properly slaughtered? And you can't uh, eat something that is uh, that has not been properly slaughtered? After, after it tells me you're stoning it, why does it have to tell me don't eat the meat? So, to tell you, even if you treated it in a way that it did not get stoned, before it, you, you beat the executioner, before it got stoned, you after it was ruled to be a Shoranisko, you slaughtered it. Okay, nevertheless, it's still forbidden because once it has the status of a Shohanitzkal there's a Gemar Din the ruling was given then it's usher, then it's then all the halachas apply even if it is not stoned fine that's one halacha that's not our focus how do I know it's forbidden in Hanah and the owner of the ox is clean now the real sense of that verse is we don't say since your ox scored somebody you have to be killed your ox gets killed and you are free of liability but here's what the drusha is going to be. My mashma, where do you get that idea that it's Azur Behana? You're going to like this. Shimon ben Zuma Omer, Ka'adam Shomer Lechavera, like somebody would say to his friend, Yatsaploni Naki Minachasav, that guy was cleaned out of his possessions, the Aimlo Behem Hanashoklom, and he had no benefit of them. He was taken to the cleaners. It's so funny, we have the same idioms. He was taken to the cleaners, he was cleaned out of his possessions. So Balashur Naki is, you are cleaned out of your shore. You have no benefit left from your shore, so you cannot get any Hana. Okay, so that's how we know that's Asr Behana. Now the Gemara has a question. How do you know that that's coming to tell you, don't eat, that even if you slaughtered it, you can't eat it? Maybe actually if you slaughtered it, it would be permissible. So why did it say don't eat it? No, you did stone it. So then why did it have to say don't eat it? Maybe don't eat it is the way of saying don't derive benefit. Like Rabbi Avo, I'm a Rebbe Lezer. I'm a Rebbe Lezer. I'm a Rebbe Lezer. Whenever the Torah normally says don't eat, it includes even don't derive benefit. The standard don't eat means don't derive benefit. The only time you can derive benefit is if the Pasuk explicitly permits it to you, like it permitted you to get a benefit by a dead carcass, because you know what it says by an Avela? It says, don't eat an Avela. You can sell it to a foreigner. Okay? But if it did not say you can sell it, don't eat means don't derive benefit. The standard don't eat means don't derive benefit. So the Mar says, why are we draining a cup of how do we know you can't derive benefit from a Shoranisko? And we have to say because you're being cleaned out. The easy answer is because we already knew it was Asr Bachila because it was an Avela and it still said Lo Yochal, Lo Yachel and that's to tell you don't get Hana. Okay? Because Lo Yochal would mean don't get Hana. Oh, Avela you can but that's the extra Lo Yochal here to tell you that you can't get Hana. So just see the answer and we'll end with this. So the Gemara says like this that's if we only knew it was forbidden from lo yochal what does that lo yochal includes hana but nafka. we already knew you, you can't eat a shorhaniska because it was what a shorhaniska how do we know you can't eat a shorhaniska before the pasuk says don't eat it 
What's a Shohan Yitzchak? It's a Nevela, right? right before the, before the Pasuk said anything, you knew you couldn't eat it. Now, if that's true, you want to tell me, we know it can't be eaten, and the Torah is telling me, Lo Yochal, to tell me, don't get Hana. If that's all it needed to tell me was, don't get Hana, tell it to me explicitly. Period. Et pisaro lamali. So why did I have to say the words et pisaro? So that's to tell you this point. Avagav the shachte Even if you made it into meat, you shechted it and you treated it like you would normally treat meat. It's not a nevela. It's not a carcass. It's basar. It's slaughtered meat. It still is forbidden in hana. So rather than reading lo yochal to tell you the yisur hana. Lo Yochas Pesaro tells you, don't eat it even when it's meat, even when it's slaughtered. Okay? And how do we know you can't get Hana? That's a different Pesach. That's Baal HaShor Naki. You're being cleaned out and you can't get any Hana. Okay? To be continued tomorrow.